Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Master, it be too late to alter course, mateys. And there be plundering pirates lurking in every cove, waiting to board. Set culture together and keep your ruddy hands inboard. That be the best way to repel borders. And mark well me words, mateys. Dead men tell no tales. <laughs> Arr, welcome to Everything Old is New Again. Why couldn't we have that voice introduce our show instead of the voice we heard? That disembodied. It's so much better to have a pirate introduce the show. Don't I'll you have think? to find a real life pirate. I will interview them. Maybe there's a pirate convention down the block some someday. Everything old is new again. I'd rather hear it. Yeah, keep your ready hands inside the ship. That was and is the ubiquitous David Cohen. I am Douglas Viviani. We are back at Wednesday. I'm only saying Wednesday. We are back at Friday. No, what day is this? This is Saturday. Saturday nights at 11. Please right. tune in. We are going to discuss, and that was the Disneyland introduction to Pirates of the Caribbean ride the at ride. Disneyland. Yeah. That was the 67 introduction, just to be clear about it. Because there's a new one with the right. new Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And we are um, enthralled with... The, pirate, the, the genre of pirates. Yes. Um, the heyday of pirates was 1690 to 1730, just so you know, in reality. And through the uh, publication of Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson in 1883. Uh, and in the 1950s, there were tons of movies we'll talk about. And then, of course, there's Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And now there's a new show, Black Sails. Yes, a great show. Yes, it's on Stars Network. It's which, is, which is really driving the, the whole theme for our show, right? Pirates are back in vogue. Exactly. That's what I think. I, would I agree. Propose that. And, and I would say to you that they're in their second season. I visited with quite a number of the stars of that show. Show uh, at the recent um, comic book convention uh, in uh, in New York City and uh, Comic Con they call it and so we'll have a bunch of interviews uh, through uh, through the show about that and have some fun but the really the real question is why do we romanticize and even admire these pirates who really if you really think about it uh, on some level were the um, the bad guys yeah, of the day exactly they were they were like the gangsters you know <laughs> of the day it's they were like gangsters movies except pirates just a different genre same same villain theme though absolutely and this actually goes back to the ancient uh, days of the Egyptians there were pirates in the Mediterranean Sea and in just to get a little history because we're old as new again in 75 BC wow we're going way back you couldn't find anything earlier than that and it's old it's so old but it's new again no I couldn't go well the Egyptian before that but the specific 75 BC Julius Caesar himself was kidnapped by pirates really yes and uh, when he escaped about three months later, he hunted down those characters and killed every one of them. Good for him. That's before he became emperor. Well, you know, usually, Doug, I, I really protest when you start going back too far into history. But the, the pirate stuff, this is interesting stuff. 
It really is. Oh. So I, I, I please go back even further if you have to. Well, I will go back. There isn't any further than the Egyptian society to me, so I can't go further than that. But we'll advance a little bit to uh, <laughs> uh, to the late 1600s, um, and let's talk about um, the wooden limbs and the flag and stuff like that. But before we get to that, we've got a movie that was uh, released called The Pirates, Band of Misfits, and um, we've had some fun with that um, in our culture recently. Let's listen to a little bit of that uh, that movie. Tales are told of pirates, their vicious nature, and their ruthless ways. One pirate is more feared than them all. Avast! I'm the pirate captain, and I'm here for your goal. Sure, some of you are as ugly as a sea cucumber. Uh, some of you are closer to being a chair or coat rack than a pirate. Hoist the flag! Standard, sir! Oh, gruesome! Extra gruesome! Interesting that uh, we've come from the Egyptian and the Roman times of the serious nature of pirates to now in our society, that's a Wallace and Gromit type of movie, a comedy about pirates. Was it uh, one of those claymation things? Yes, ah. yes. And they talk about, if that if you listen to that, they talk about, um, uh, I don't know, wooden limbs and how like, one of these characters looks like more like a chair, if you will, than a, uh, than a pirate. And it's kind of true. Pirate life was extraordinarily dangerous. They actually had, um, you know, sword fights and fire arms and cannons and all that. Maiming occurred a lot. And the pirates had their own workers' compensation, believe it or not. If you lost a limb or an eye or whatever it might be, you received pieces of, of silver or pieces of eight, they called it, pieces of gold even, um, in exchange for a loss of a limb. If you lost an arm, you'd get like 600 pieces of gold. If wow. you lost an eye, you'd get um, uh, only 100, which is odd. But hmm. you lost an eye, you get 100. A finger, you get 100. Legs would be anywhere from five to 400. So that's how they gold. split up the loot. So we, we, let's say you and I were on the ship, and we, first of all, you and I would never be on a pirate ship. We'd right. be killed instantly <laughs> somehow, kill ourselves. But we would go and plunder, if I'm using the right yes. word, uh, another ship. And if your arm got cut off, you would get paid more than me. You get an additional. Yeah, everyone would get. By the way, they were very uh, democratic, if you will. Everyone on the ship got a share. Huh. Captain usually got two shares, but everybody else got one share. And then, in addition to that, they would put it aside this for further amount of money if you got injured in getting that uh, that booty. Wow. Yeah, and so uh, it's an interesting uh, um, reality that we're talking about here. Let's talk about what happened with the the various uh, eyes. Uh, what's going on with eyes? I, I loved like finding out the fun little facts about pirates like this eye patch myth which i heard was because when they're under the ship they have like their their under the ship eye and then when they come out they switch they switch and put us so they have an outside eye so that when they go under deck they can see now this jessica K uh, kennedy from uh black sail she's a character max and i interviewed her and she's talked about how interesting this particular show is the the black sails and how they're so realistic and and that's interesting you didn't just wear an eye patch because you wanted to wear an eye patch uh, as a pirate you you would use that as a it was a functional thing where you know inside the ship you need to you know inside the ship it's dark so you need to have a certain vision that way you get out you take the eye patch and put it on the other eye uh, i'm sorry you would have the eye patch already and you come out and your eye you, you would switch it and your eye would would be able to see the I outcome. see. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't just intimidation factor because you lost an eye necessarily. No, right. It was actually useful. Let's see what the, we talk about with democracy on these ships. Uh, the biggest thing that I learned was that these guys and that these people were, you know, 
essentially the, you know, the beginning of the of, of democracy in the, in the free world, uh, in, the, in, the, in the new world, so to speak. And that you know, shift where like, oh my God, this is, so this is just 60 years before the revolution, and this is where that idea started taking hold. And- that's Zach McGowan, Captain Vane on Black Sails. Again, I interviewed him and he was talking about um, what he just talked about and how the democracy was uh, basically starting. I mean, these people uh, on these ships, they were there uh, on purpose. They wanted to be there and they had freedom to do as they liked. And these these ships were run uh, like a democracy where the quartermaster uh, was the judge, the captain was the president, and the legislature, if you will, was the crew. Yeah, and they so voted on where they were going to go and what they were going to do. It was just the, every ship was a self-governing body, and and there was honor among thieves. Absolutely, it's uh, it, it was quite interesting. Let's just hear one more clip from Luke Arnold uh, about the pirate genre. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I'm playing Long John Silver, so a bit. Uh, so for me, it was Treasure Island, and I really went that. I read that, you know, a few times a year and go back into it. But at the same time, we're 20 years before, so I'm not actually a pirate when we started the show. Now, you referenced uh, previous incarnations of a pirate genre. What do you think that uh, Black Sails is adding or modifying from all the prior, if at all? Well, well I, it's a thing that almost at the time that pirates existed, the mythology began. You know, the, what they were hearing about who pirates were and how they acted, you know, in all the various ports and places in the world was already being, yeah, mythologized and changed. So while there's been it in some books on screen, we've never actually seen real pirate life that was kind of historically accurate and really examined what it was like for these men and women at this time. Enjoying our evening discussion here with David Cohen on Everything Old is New Again. Uh, Dave, we were talking about um, some pet peeves these days we're having. I'm just... Uh, you were telling me one before. Yeah, one, the one about the... Uh, you were in the car. Tell that one. Yeah, look behind the scenes here. Um, on the way uh, to the studio, every time I have to go through a four-way uh, you know, intersection, and there's a stop sign, and it drives me insane, especially as an attorney, where I'll get to the stop sign. Every, everybody's got a, a stop sign. You know? Everyone has a stop sign, and if, if you arrive at the same time the person to the right is supposed to go first the DMV clearly says that the law clearly says that the or the alternative the person the first person that arrives is supposed to then after everybody else stops is supposed to have the right of way to go but every time that I get to these stop signs there's somebody flashing their lights they're waving they're opening the window the hands going out every, I'm giving up the right of way they're telling me where to go it drives me absolutely <laughs> insane it's like the wild west right? it there's really no is, rules I mean, you don't have to give up the right we have rules of the road I don't enter into an intersection because you told me it's okay to go. <laughs> you know, it makes me crazy. These these women that drive, mostly women, I hate to say Oh, that. ouch. Because <laughs> my, my neighborhood's filled with a lot of women. That's why. It's not just because of women. Yeah. Um, yeah. Long story short, I, I really, I, it drives me crazy, and I've seen on the lawsuit side, many, I'm a personal injury attorney and do a lot of that work, and many times there are lawsuits because someone waved someone oh, you know, to go, and they were, didn't know what that meant, and both parties went at the same time and there was an intersection accident. Yeah, insane. We'll be right back after the commercials that everything old is new again. Enjoy. This is Bobby Clark for Everything Old is New Again and the nostalgic look to the future. Ah, the wind seems to be freshening. The tide is with us. Mr. Arrow, this voyage has begun. 
We're back on Everything Old is New. Again, I'm here with David Cohen. We're discussing pirates in the pirate genre. That was a little clip from Muppets Treasure Island. So this uh, genre just goes on and on and on. But what I'm trying to say is in our culture, the last 15, 10 years, if not longer, now down to even to the 1950s, these pirates have been romanticized so much in our culture. I wonder if that's really what we should be doing. Let's take a look at the history of pirates in cinema, and uh, we can kind of see where we've been and where we're going on Everything Old is New Again. It's the world against us and us against the world. Those of you in favor of these articles, raise your right hands and say aye! Aye! You pirates are used to taking what you want without the formality of purchase. I'm thief and pirate, and I'll show you how a thief and a pirate can deal. <laughs> That's a real man. That's er- Errol Flynn, 1935. Errol In Captain Blood. So you can see these pirates at that time started out in the cinema as real heroes, real swashbuckling Robin Hoods, actually, is the way they were presented. And very romantic characters. Let's see what uh, Errol Flynn does with uh, Seahawk, 1940. Errol Flynn as the Seahawk. A man have a right to know what he's signing up for, Captain? Not on board this ship, he hasn't. My men follow without question. I believe in you. And whatever you do must be right. Over the side, men! Waters away! So this is where uh, we can see that the, you know, you all see, you look back and sometimes you see these old movies and you turn them off, but these old black and white swashbuckling pirate movies were, were great. These guys were... They were good guys, right? They were they the were... Indiana. We were looking way back when. Who, who's the next um, uh, Indiana Jones, or we should say the next Bogart, and then we talked about Harrison Ford. Right. These fellas are the precursor, I would say. Uh, you know, Errol Flynn, and, and we're going to hear a little bit from Tyrone Power. These were men of... They were heroes. Yes, right? uh, but that was the pirates. Let's wow. see what uh, Black Swan, Tyrone Power, has to say. Look at you, hating me, and your eyes saying, don't go away, I belong to you. Keep me from marrying this oily little jackanapesing. You're mad. No, I've read your eyes right. I've known too many Hellcats not to know what's behind all that blaze and bluster. Confounded, you idiot, I'm telling you that I love you. <laughs> Confounded. Hellcats. I mean, isn't that great, though? That Confounded just, man. <laughs> just, you know, just because he loves her and he feels, you're therefore you're yeah. going to love me. Exactly. Uh, he saw it in her eyes, of course. <laughs> exactly. That's just how it she went She had with no me. say over no, that. No, she had right. no say. I, I'm in love with you. I'm a pirate. I'm a swashbuckler. I'm Tyrone Power. It's 1942. We're right. going to have some This is fun. the way it is. <laughs> Things changed a little bit, though. If you notice, no accents, no R. No That's true. Yeah, they were pretty, you know, standard. English accent. Right. All that changed in 1950 with the movie Treasure Island and Robert Newton. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's known for. That was that was over the top. But so he created that whole persona? He, he and I I can't I, I don't know hundred percent of how much the writers or producers had to do with it, but he was the one that was certainly the actor that portrayed pirates, sort of like Bella Lugosi did with the vamp- vampire with I would say, because this fellow is and is the quintessential pirate as we think of him today. I've he never to, heard of him. What Robert Newton? Yes, and he, he the thing was uh, he had a short career because he passed away in nineteen fifty six and that was a nineteen fifties movie. Wow. So he did that 
Daddy did the sequel, which was really a prequel to uh, Treasure Island in 1954. And then in 56, he did, believe it or not, it was so popular, this character, he did a series on television called um, The Adventures of Long John Silver. Wow. In 56, they did 22 episodes, and he passed away from alcoholism. Now, I don't, I, I don't know if that wow, really you know, has anything pirates, to do with it. come on, of course, <laughs> heavy drinkers. So, it, so the, you think he was the guy that started the R and the parrot on the no shoulder? No doubt he was that. He was the one with the parrot. He was with the uh, eye patch in a movie that he did, Blackbeard the Pirate, in 1952. He had the, bla- he had the patch. That's he spoke cool. like that with that gravelly voice yeah. and that accent. That's really Everyone cool. Everyone since then has done a pirate that way, that no? Way? Right. I, yes. I mean, that's that's how you think of pirates, right? That exact. So. <laughs> Except that exact for Burt Lancaster. He was totally different in something, a movie called Crimson Pirates. Hands aloft, please. You're the prisoners of Captain Vallow and his scurvy crew. You may be overconfident, Captain Vallow. There are 200 of the King's Marines aboard this vessel and only 20 pirates. That puts the odds slightly in my favor. A lot of tongue-in-cheek oh, there right. with Burt Lancaster. The thing that's interesting about such that movie... Pirates had such good diction back then. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't of the uh, the Robert Newton uh, school no. of pirates. <laughs> that was in 52, so it's sort of around that time. But what's so interesting to me is Burt Lancaster... If you watch that movie, Burt Lancaster and his buddy, Nick Cravat. I mean, we're, this is before we were born and all that, but this is... Way before we were born, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. If you watch this movie, though, they're jumping around like acrobats in a circus, and that's what the two of them were before they got into the movies. They were actually acrobats. Real Burt Lancaster was in the circus as an acrobat. Hmm. And as this fellow Nick Cravat, if you watch this movie, it's a lot of fun. They're just doing somersaults and jumping around and, uh, you know, swashbuckling like tongue in cheek, you know. Right. So that's where we were at, back in the day. And, and that same year, of course, Abbott Costello had to get themselves involved in some Buck way. Pirates? With pirates. Buck pirates. They, they oh, sorry. In... Different. Different. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I hate fat men. You're fat. hate myself, too. <laughs> Charles Lawton. I mean, uh, he was a huge. He was. He just looked like a pirate. He, that guy. If yeah. you look him up, he just looks like a pirate. Yeah, he was the original um, Hunchback in Notre Dame. Right. We did a tremendous job there, and actually won an Oscar. Yes. He, but he loved Abbott Costello so much that he wanted to do a movie with them, and this is what they came up with. <laughs> I, if you notice, there's no clips of Abbott Costello talking there. And that was Abbott and Costello meet, uh, meet Captain Kidd. Captain Kidd. And there's nothing there because it was probably one of the worst movies they ever made. <laughs> Not too funny at all. Uh, but I just want to show that you know this piracy was permeated. The fifties, one forties and fifties, people were crazy over these pirates. And then we get into Captain Hook with Peter Pan. <laughs> You wouldn't dare fight old Hook, man to man. You'd fly away like a cowardly. So now we've got a Robert Newton type of presentation right, there. Right, right. Um, you can hear that little gnar- gnar- thing going. Exactly. Um, so now we're doing cartoons with pirates. Cartoonish versions, uh, right. And and that that lives on to this day. People are, are talking about uh, and enjoying Captain Hook. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on with the, the recent Peter Pan uh Incarnation, but so we we've now done the history of pirates. I think it was fun to look at a little bit about. It was fun history. I have to give it to you this time. Every right. every other show, I'm bored out of my mind with the history, but <laughs> this was this was interesting. I liked it. I think something that we want to just go back to though is Luke Arnold, who plays Long John Silver in Black Sails. That was the clip we played before the last break, right? And he was talking about how that show is Treasure Island or the character. Characters from Treasure Island, of yeah. course, Long John Silver, 20 years.
years before, before the right? events of Treasure Island. Yeah. And they take it seriously. They, they're getting away from this 50s and 40s. We talk about swashbuckling and, you know, and the romanticizing all of this. Yeah, they're, they're portrayed as what they were, which was, you know, they were either hired by, by nations to go and, and ransack other ships uh, or they just went out by themselves and, and you know, uh, robbed other boats. Right. That, that's what it was. And, and a, lot of, a lot more. of infighting and, and, you know, is there a home port? Where can they live? Right. You know, besides being on a ship, you can't be on the ship forever. Where do you go if you're wanted by the world because you're, you know, interfering with, uh, with basically interfering with trade? Yes. All so the Spanish ships uh, going back and forth all over the Atlantic being uh, plundered. Um, I really like that show. I mean, it, I don't know what it was like to be a pirate, but uh, it looks pretty realistic. I mean, it's not glamorous by any means. Um, you know, none of the, <laughs> no, no parrots on the shoulder or anything like that. <laughs> they don't have any accents. They don't do no the accents, R, right? You know, right. and I met all of those people at the comic con. I know that was more, cool. It really was a very interesting experience. That they would actually talk to you. I mean, that, how did that happen? <laughs> well, I was wearing a eye patch and I had a. a <laughs> parrot on my shoulder, yeah, so they felt comfortable. Uh, <laughs> why did they talk to me is another question, but I, I, you'll have to ask them. But they were promoting, of course, the next season, which just came out January 24th right. uh, on Stars, And it's a, uh, it's a tremendous show. It's a lot of fun. Um, so uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's the future, sort of like as a Walking Dead is the future of uh, and, and the epitome of zombies. zombies. I think that show, if you give it a shot, um, not everybody gets stars, but if you give it a shot, you'll see, to me, that show is going to be a big hit, I think, and is really a fun, serious look at, uh, at the world of pirates, as is Jake and the Neverland Pirates. <laughs> The shores of Neverland, a hideaway at sea. Yo ho! Yo ho! Let's go! Let's go! A pirate band outwits the plans of Captain Hook and Smee. Yo ho! Yo this show is sponsored by ResumeDoctorInc.com. When you're looking to change your career, apply for a promotion, or find a job, your resume is the first thing seen that represents you to a potential employer. Make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job. Send your current resume to ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com for a free online review. You'll receive a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. Let us make sure you have a resume that will get you noticed. Send your resume or questions to ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com. That's Resume Dr. Inc. at AOL.com. Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by the law office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing quality legal service for over 26 years. We're a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter you may have for a reasonable fee. If you're involved in a car accident, starting a business, planning your estate, or need a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at VivianiLaw at AOL.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the law office of Douglas Viviani. Viviani at Viviani Law at AOL. Hi, this is Paul McGann, the Eighth Doctor, and you're listening to Everything Old is New Again. We are back. Everything old is new again. Talking about pirates, we have a uh, special guest in we do. the studio. Yes. Very interesting. I was able to uh, to dig up this fellow, this rather immortal Captain Balzac, 
and he is here with us. Captain, how are you? I'm good. Are you talking to this thing? <laughs> All right. Yes. How are you, Dougie? I'm doing great. I want to ask you um, where you came from. In other words, are you of the Pirates of the Caribbean type of pirate, or are you a new pirate from, let's say, Captain Phillips, that type of era? Captain Philip, you're talking about the new pirates, are you? Correct. No, 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 matey. I go back. I go back a long way. I found a treasure. (laughs) (laughs) I started smoking camels in the 60s. (laughs) I found a treasure that gave me eternal life. Interesting. Just like they did in Pirates of the Caribbean. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. You're not facing normal pirates. Cruel, demented, vicious pirates, to be certain. But cruel, demented, vicious pirates who cannot be killed. The moonlight shows us for what we really are. We are cursed men. I hardly believe in ghost stories anymore. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. I love that. That's true. It's true. I'm living proof. Were you a member of any of those crews? or? I had my own ship. Interesting. You didn't, me- inter- you didn't give me a proper introduction, Dougie. <laughs> I am Captain Balzac. That's the introduction? That's it? I did it myself. I couldn't wait for you. <laughs> I did. Captain Balzac, my mother, she named me after a famous French philosopher. Interesting. Yes. Very, Very educated lady. How I turned into a pirate, I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you, Captain. Uh, piracy was a difficult life. Why would you do it? For the gold, man. For the pieces of eight. How much would, a, would let's say you, you plundered a ship. How much would every member of the crew get about in today's dollars? Uh, let me get my, uh, hold on, where's my iPhone? I got to get my currency calculator here. <laughs> what are you asking me? I don't know what's today's currency. I would suggest it be 1.1 million. All right. So it's worthwhile. Uh, let me ask you another question. Did you make uh, people, have you ever made anybody walk the plank? No, you know, walking the plank, that was a, uh, no, it didn't happen. Look, if we wanted to kill someone, we just killed them, Dougie. We just killed them. You, well, you, you shot them or you stabbed them or you, you know, it, it's cruel to have them walk the plank and float around and die that terrible death. No, no, no. We, you know, we, there was some honor to what we did. Well, what would you care what anybody thought? Were there any female pirates uh, around that, would, you know, you'd kind of want to impress? Oh. No, not on the boat, Dougie. <laughs> on the land. That's a whole other show. Well, I've, I've heard of Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. I know they were. I, I knew uh, Anne Bonny. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know Calico Jack, her, her captain? Uh, yeah, I believe he uh, he cut me leg off. Uh, uh, really? Yes. Why did what, you threaten his... Uh, I, you own? know, it's, uh, those days, Dougie, it was a different time. And uh, yeah, it's getting a little touchy-feely with the missus. Well, what about uh, treasures? Did you bury any treasures ever? You know, I don't understand the whole buried treasure thing because, you know, we are out there and we are living for today, Doug. We, we, you know, we didn't have the fancy 401ks you've got these days. <laughs> We're not saving for retirement, you so know what I mean? You spend all that $1.1 million per, per bounty uh, booty, if you will. Oh, we, you know, between the women, can I say that on the air? The women, the, the wine, the song, uh, all the cliches we well, Now, Captain Kidd, I know, who was uh, really a privateer, but then... He, he looked for a buried treasure. He buried it because they were after his, uh, his uh, rear quarters. I don't know if you could say that. Yes, and I heard it's on Long Island somewhere before he was deported back to England and hung on the Thames. And he's still looking for... Well, you know, his Captain Kidd's... Uh, his, his descendants, Captain right. uh, Great-Great-Grandkid, 
is uh, still looking for the treasure today. Well, what about, you know, speaking, forget the treasure, thinking about Pirate's Life, was there any fun? Would you have any, uh, any grog? What was grog uh, all about on the ships? Uh, I'm just reading the notes here, Dougie. <laughs> Grog, uh, let, me, let me see what Grog was. No, because, uh, look, we we drank whiskey. We drank anything that we can get. I thought you of. drank Grog, which was, was lime juice and uh, water and rum, which is pretty much my uh, my drink during college these days. <laughs> yeah, uh, you never went to college. <laughs> but no, that, was a blend of, that was a blend so that they didn't get any uh, hey, scurvy, grog, right? Grog was whatever we could put together, slap together. You know what I mean? Interesting. Well, let me give you a little uh, quiz. You su- suggest that you're so knowledgeable about pirates. What was the ship that Sir Francis Drake was uh, uh, was on? The Golden Hind. Nice. Okay. And he was a privateer. That was a misspelling, Dougie. Oh. Isn't it the Golden Hand? Uh, it, I think it's the Hind. No, it's it's the Hind. All right. Unless Wikipedia has it misspelled, it's possible. <laughs> um, what about Captain Kidd? What, what ship was he on? Adventure Galley, Captain All right. Kid. Am I yelling too much, Dougie? Yeah, a little bit. Well, oh, we're almost uh, let, me, let me let me get away from this. Uh, what do you call this thing? It's a microphone. Don't worry about it. We're almost. You done know, with we this get segment. your show on the ship. You know, it, it's an old ship, but we got it uh, really decked well, out. Well, each nice. ship. I mean, like that ship had the, the one you talk about. The Adventure Galley had about 150 people on it, so we broadcast 150 people. That's possibly the same amount that we're broadcasting I, we're, to now. We're listening to you. We're, I came here because the show is called Everything Old Is New Again, and uh, me and the boys were thinking, hey, maybe maybe. Pirates are coming back in vogue. Uh, but no, I walk in here, I see a couple of two nerds, and I don't <laughs> think you're talking about much that has to do with pirates. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you have any experience with Captain Phillips, the newest uh, uh, entry? You have uh, no, I, no respect for these guys? I don't have respect for the new pirates, though. Let's listen to what happens with Captain Phillips, the new guys. The ship's broken. We had to go. Nobody gets hit. Because hey! Look at me. Sure. Look at me. Sure. I'm the captain now. Listen to that guy compared to what goes on with the real Blackbeard. Well, this, well, this, well, this is actually Captain Charles Johnson's general history of pirates because it's essentially the original source document, which tells us a lot about Blackbeard's character, his appearance, and catalogs his deeds. Johnson gives a great description of Blackbeard, and probably this is the one that's influenced pirate films and uh, pirate fiction more than anything else. In time of action, he wore a sling over his shoulders with a brace of pistols hanging in holsters like bandoliers. He wore a fur cap and stuck a lighted match in each side under it. His eyes, naturally looking fierce and wild, made him look altogether such a figure that imagination cannot form an idea of fury from hell to look more frightful. He knew the secret of success as a pirate commander um, in terms of plundering ships was to make people surrender to him. I don't know what's more terrifying, the stutter that that uh, historian had at the beginning of that clip, or uh, Uh, (laughs) what's his name, the real Blackbeard. You know uh, about Blackbeard, don't you? He's gay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was gay. Okay, where are you going with that? Any, no, any punchline? I just figured I'd get it out there. You know, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not in the studio too often, Doug. So all right, well, listen, that sure was... You, you got all the news you need. All right, well, listen, that was a terrifying comment, but not as terrifying as Why I would suggest... Why was it terrifying? Listen, Christopher Walken and Peter Pan recently was more terrifying than all of these combined. They found a mother. Oh, it's nice to have a mother. Mm. <laughs> Peter Pan has found a mother. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> the game is up. I don't know if you caught that. The man could not remember his lines at the most recent uh, Peter Pan incarnation on television. That's that shame. was horrifying. That was horrifying. All right, we'll yeah. be back in a few seconds after we hear a little bit from Hook, 1999's movie. back and uh, having some fun with uh, the pirate genre. I'm glad that that pirate is out. He, he left on a little bit of a, a high note there, so we'll we'll leave him back Wait, in the Was camp. it a high note? Yeah. I just seemed to slink out of the studio. <laughs> he, he made some comments that were off color, but that's where he's from. That's he's the world a pirate. He's from. What do you expect? Exactly. He's to be politically correct. Speaking of, of words and the use of words, I have found recently, I, I've been involved with uh, uh, some personal injury cases and all, recently talking about the medical profession. I t- have asked questions of witnesses on the stand so far, and I use the word operation. Did so-and-so have an operation? I see the jury s- s- kind of laughing a little bit here and there, because God forbid you use that word. Now it has to be surgical procedure. So they don't say operation anymore. No, and if you say something like, you know, what was the prescription? Everybody snickers. You've got to use the word script. I don't know if you're getting any of this, but this is uh, a bizarre uh, world that we're we're in these days. Where I, I ask my wife for the spice at, at the kitchen table, or when I'm cooking, for you know, where's the spice for this and that? She laughs at me. You have to say the word seasoning. So, oh come on, really? Yeah. So we're going to try to bring back the old terms on everything old is new again. I don't. What about uh, gambler? You were in Vegas recently. Did you hear something? Oh yeah, they they call you a, a gamer now. You're not a gambler anymore. You're, You're a, gamer. a gamer. Nice. You like gaming? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what bothers me, not only that, uh, is there are times when you're holding a door for somebody. We just talked about the pet peeves here in this little break at Long Island News Radio. And when you hold the door open for someone, could they say thank you? Could you say thank you or even nod? You know, uh, most people do. Most people do. But there's the occasional person. They come in with maybe two or three people behind them, and no one says thanks. You're standing there like a schmo. We'll be back. Schmo. One schmo to the note. Next. Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. I am Douglas Viviani. We are here with the effervescent... David Cohen. I'm all bubbly. <laughs> Discussing pirates. And, uh, and I'm here with Douglas Viviani. Viviani. You like According that? to the guy who... Who is that guy that introduces us? <laughs> See, the, the whole illusion uh, of, uh, or, or illusion, if you will, of, you know, that we're one big happy family and that, of, of radio that we know everything that's going on and who we are with the show is, is just been But blown. that's the only thing we don't know. We don't know who that guy is. Right. We uh, like him, though. Kind of. No. But we... Yeah. Just, I like being introduced. That's that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just okay. got to get your name right. That'd be nice. <laughs> speaking of names, we are speaking uh, today and continue our discussion of 
Black Sails now of the pirate yes. genre. And um, Black Sails is a show that takes the pirate genre seriously. It's a prequel to Treasure Island by 20 years. Uh, Long John Silver's there with the leg, not the peg leg. Um, if you right. remember, the, he's got a peg leg in the, in, in the, the play and in the movie and the, the book. But um, there's a question. I was at the recent Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con 2014, and I had met a number of these actors, and I met John Steinberg, the creator and writer. And to me, this, is, this genre has been going on forever, and the question is, why did he even choose to create and write a, a new pirate show? What inspired you to create a series about pirates? Um, it was to be done. Uh, weirdly, a world that um, everybody, it, it, it's so, on the one hand, it feels so exposed, it feels like a cliche. On the other hand, I would be reasonably certain you can't name six pirate movies other than the last four that came out. There just aren't that many of them, and there's a good reason for it. It's really hard to do. Thanks. Is this something that you, uh, as a child growing up, that you yeah, I mean, liked? I on, on some level, it's, it's, um, it's, it's the root of everything. It's the root of all the movies that, that I grew up loving. I mean, Indiana Jones is a pirate, and Han Solo is a pirate, and, and I think, um, you know, we wanted to go back to to the beginning of it, and to, um, as, as best we could, completely deconstruct it, and to understand what it was like to be a person. Great. I think that that's what they do pretty accurately with this show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. That's cool. You got that guy to talk to you. Yeah, and I'm still so. impressed by that, man. You're going in. You're Douglas Viviani. And, uh, yeah, and I wear the, the shirt, you know, with the logo on it and the, 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 the left-hand uh, breast you're, pocket. You're, you're a big deal now. Yeah, I'm getting recognized <laughs> and turned away from places left and right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he mentions Indiana Jones and Han Solo, that they're pirates. I, I don't know. Let's explore that just a little bit. Let's hear a little something we all know who Han Solo is, but let's hear if this is pirate-like. Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Let's just say we'd like to avoid any Imperial entanglements. Well, that's the real trick, isn't it? And it's going to cost you something extra. 17000 This could really save my neck. So you, you think it's Han Solo, uh, the backstory, let's say, of Han Solo from Star Wars? Is he a pirate? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in that, that genre. He's looking for a quick buck. With, right? with a small crew, but he's got Very a ship, a pirate ship, which is uh, traveling through the space, which is just like the, the oceans, and he's uh, pillaging, and, and he's running around taking guests wherever they want to go. Absolutely. Uh, pass for passage and so forth. I, I would agree with that one. I'm not sure about Indiana Jones. Well, I... Good afternoon, Dr. Jones. I ought to kill you right now. Not a very private place for a murder? Well, these Arabs don't care if we kill each other. They're not going to interfere in our business. Sounds a little bit like Tyrone Power and Errol Flynn, a little bit, <laughs> right, right? Right, From our first beginning of the show, talking about pirate mo- movies. Yeah, I'm not, ch- I'm not sure... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> that guy from Saturday Night Live who does that, you see that? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, pretty, oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure he's really a pirate because, you know... He's just, uh... He's I mean, he's, if anything, he's searching for pirate treasure, kind of, kind you know, of. with being an archaeologist. I mean, that's the best, closest I can get. But I understand what, what John Steinberg's talking about. He's trying to, you know, bring back some fun um, to television, you know, to this genre. Right. Um, and those characters have the fun. But I don't know, the, the, <laughs> the Black Sails is a great show, but fun is not what I would, would characterize 
any of those characters is having. No, the pirates are not having fun. No. Uh, let's hear from uh, Eleanor Guthrie, the uh, Hannah of, um, uh, of Black Sail, and see what she has to say about women in, uh, in this world. How does it feel to play a character that's in a pirate movie that's a female that's not the damsel in distress but someone in control? Feels, feels <laughs> that's totally, completely different than what we've seen, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's obviously why I was initially attracted to this role. And, um, you know, playing someone who, a female character who is a rebel and a trailblazer and someone who is not subservient in any way to any man um, is just a dream. For me to play someone who has such economic and political power, I think. So, yeah, I, I definitely felt like I hit the jackpot. So she hit the jackpot. I did, too, getting an opportunity to speak with uh, with Eleanor. You, you get so nervous around pretty women, you know? You hear the laugh? <laughs> She's a little like Ed McMahon. <laughs> you are correct, man. <laughs> well, the interview was longer than that. We were having some fun, and we were, I was joking around with her a little bit. Uh-huh. And, um, I'm sure you were yeah, having so fun. So that, that carried over. We didn't get a chance to really hear all of that because we don't have the time here. But um, she's talking about, again, a different take on um, on women, if you, if you will, in the pirate genre. Uh, Maureen O'Hara, uh, in, in, we had heard a previous clip in an Errol Flynn uh, movie, was uh, the damsel in distress. And he's talking about he's going to you know win her over. And I see it in your eyes. Yeah, I love you and all that stuff. And, and this one is a totally different, more oh, modern she's, yeah, take. She's um, very different. Very different. I don't want to give it anything away. I mean, look. Black Sails, it's on stars. I don't know how many people get stars, but uh, for some reason, you and I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and we enjoy it. It's a, it's a good show if you can it, get your hands on it. It really is a good show. And I, I get an opportunity also to meet uh, Toby uh, Stevens, who is the Long John Silver character. Yeah, which he's I think really good. Really great. Uh, let's see what he has to say a little bit about this. I think, what, I think what's that. great about it is that actually we stripped away a lot of the affectation. Mm. Like, you know, yeah, we could go back and start talking in this 18th century way or, you know, talking in kind of West Country accents and doing all that, who are stuff. But the thing is, once you do that, you distance an audience from these yeah. characters. And what we want to do is make them human and make them characters that you want to follow and you're intrigued by. I think that just serves to alienate them. So I think that's what, why I think it, this works in an interesting way as opposed to normal pirate. My mistake. Yeah, that's actually Captain Flint. Sorry. Uh, we had heard from Long Island John Silver previously. Yeah. Uh, but the Captain Flint is also yes, very both, strong. Both very good. And uh, <laughs> and I, I like what they're, they're saying. Uh, you're looking behind the scenes of, of an actor saying, you know, we're not going to do that Robert Newton affectation and characteristic right. of you well, know, Captain ah, Balzac. You don't want to. Yeah. We, that's, that affectation we, is not Just good. not going to go over. It, <laughs> Some, for some reason, somebody, if anybody's left listening to us and sat through that, um, we, we gave it a shot. You know, uh, I think it worked pretty well for a while. But uh, there was some rumor that we wanted to have that character throughout this entire show. I think we really would. Oh, that would have been horrible. Yeah. That would have been horrible. <laughs> horrible enough as it is. But um, I think that it's it's a fun show that's, that's promoting and, and bringing – Again, a new uh, take on pirates. We, there's going to be another Pirates of the Caribbean coming out. Um, some of those have been great. Some of those have been not so great. Uh, so I don't know where that's going to go. But there's actually another movie, Pan, is coming out uh, with Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard in a prequel to Peter Pan. It's going to be released uh, later this upcoming summer. I think um, that's going to be cool because it's going to be a story of taking it seriously, this Peter Pan. And Peter Pan's not played by a girl. It's actually going to be played by a boy, which I prefer. It's a, that's what the character is. And they're going to um, they're going to have Blackbeard kidnap 
him and Captain Hook before he's Captain Hook is friendly or friends with Peter Pan. Ah, okay. And you know all the uh, reasons why yeah, this this it, story happens. If it's done right, I think it would be really really good. And they're doing that a lot. They did a lot of these prequels. They did a, they did it with Wicked on Broadway with right. Wizard of Oz. Right. They did it with um, what we just talked about the. The, the prequel, uh, we did a show on, you know, the Batman prequel. Right, Gotham, Gotham, the TV show. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, you know, you, we keep talking about how Hollywood TV, they've run out of ideas. They keep recycling these old themes. But I think the prequel, it's, a, it's like a happy medium, right? It's not a completely original idea, but at least it's, it is somewhat original. And it's based on something popular at the same time. Yes, and in about 15 years now, the prequel will be the old idea or something that they've done for every movie. But they're doing it now, so we'll be back in a few minutes. If you've missed any of our prior uh, shows and you would like to listen to them, just go to the website. We've got a broadcast for every uh, show that's been broadcast. What's a broadcast? A broadcast? Yeah. Well, it's uh, what you, <laughs> the proctologist's radio show, I think, is more or less what that is. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> we are having the arguments you love to have, I would suggest. And if you would like to join in on the arguments or discussions, um, please send us an email. We've had people on the show before. Yes, from the audience. That's right. Um, and all they did was send us a note at oldnewagain at AOL.com. I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to interact with radio show on. Living old is new again. 